Welcome to the Marriage Playbook Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Javar Skidden Butts. And I am Willie Haynes. And we are Welcome back in back, the locker room. Welcome back. Yeah, man, we back for another talk, another discussion, another film uh, study. Hey, let me ask you this. Have you seen the, or did you see the uh, All-Star Weekend, the NBA All-Star Weekend? Any, any of the did. festivities? I did you see did the uh, see the dunk contest that I hear everybody talking about? Okay, yeah, it was wet. <laughs> it was yeah, probably I heard. worse and 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 I've ever seen in history. But I want to focus in on the three point contest. You did see that, right? Okay, I did see that. I saw I saw pieces of that. I saw pieces of that. Let me take that back. So basically, what I want to focus on is a big shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. Won the three point oh, contest. Yeah which is different in today's basketball. Usually, you know, it's the guards. I think before it was like Steph basically wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I think it's interesting how you got a big, basically being stretched, shooting threes, playing as they call now positionless basketball, right? Mm-hmm. There's no more set one through fives. You have big shooting threes, Joel Embiid, Christophe Porzingis, like all these big men, whereas in the past, like shot, shoot, anybody back then, Dwight Howard wasn't really shooting threes. Like they knew right, how to play the right. center, playing the paint. When we apply that to marriage, do you think that marriage is positionless? Like, do you feel like there aren't set roles for the husbands, for the wives? Um, or do you feel like there is still the wife's duties are this, the husband's duties are that? I like, uh, first of all, I like how you. How you brought oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, nice. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> um, but to answer the question, I think I think there are societal roles. When I mean that, I mean that. I, I believe stereotypically society sees certain roles in the home as gender roles. So there are roles for the women, roles for the men. And most times that is like, women cook and clean and take care of right. children men right. work and bring home the bacon type thing but right. i believe like now like today it is positionless it doesn't matter who is doing the or who is fulfilling the role as long mm-hmm. as the role is fulfilled mm-hmm. i say that you know from personal experience because there are certain things that i do in my home that sometimes when i have conversations with different men they're like you do that like yeah mm-hmm. it needs to be done you know quick insight like if i i believe stuff like if my wife cooks right mm-hmm. um and she does a wonderful job if she cooks right so it's kind of my thing to take care of the dishes you you the only thing in the kitchen that my wife needs to do is just cook i'll take care of the, mm-hmm. the dish keep it you know as clean as possible i don't think that there are there should be i, I believe gender roles because mm-hmm. What purpose does it serve? That's right. that's that would be my kind of argument. What purpose does it serve? And that doesn't make me less of a man. It doesn't make mm-hmm. my wife less of a woman if she does or does not do, or if I mm-hmm. if I do or don't do, you know. Right. So nah man, it should just be based on getting whatever needs to be done, getting it done. Whatever works in your home. And then so in, in your home, I'm also not saying that having gender roles is bad like if, it, if that works in mm-hmm. your house then do it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i don't think that that should be something that is a set in stone like when we get married the common misconception going into marriage as young boys we're taught 
when you find a wife, she's going to cook, she's going to clean, she's going to do all this domestic, you know, things in the home, and you're just going to go out and work, and you don't got to worry about nothing. You just come home, work all day, kick your feet up, drink a beer, or watch TV, or whatever, watch the game. Right, right, But per marriage is different. Whereas in this marriage, the woman cooks all the time. The woman, you know, although she does have a full-time job, she knows that when she comes home, she's going to cook, right? And in another relationship, the husband is the chef in the home. Like, I hear a lot of husbands that say, nah, my wife is not allowed in the kitchen. Matter of fact, my uncle is like that. He didn't mm-hmm. allow his wife in the kitchen at all. He did all the cooking. He would still go out and work, come home and cook, but that was his thing. That's what worked for them, even when it comes to the cleaning. You know, some guys, they, they are real neat. They they have to clean because, you know, they know if it's not their way, then it's not going to be done. Um, mm-hmm. And some women feel the same way, too. So I think per marriage, you have to find out what works for you all. Um, right. And I know for me, so in, in, in our marriage, I think one thing that I had grown up was get stuff done. But in my marriage, you know, my wife, she doesn't like talking on the phone like that. Right. So for me, it would be me having to be the one to, you know, make the calls, make the um uh set the appointments stuff like that check on this follow up on that although she pushes me like we have that understanding like I know she's not going to be the one to do it um and it's not that she doesn't want to it's not that she can't but I'm seeing that as this is where I need to step up right um even when it comes to the common things like cooking and cleaning just like you said if my wife cooks then we have the understanding that I'm going to clean because there's no point of her doing everything Um, correct correct right so, so I think what people get mixed up is, is they have these expectations, right? Uh, going into it. I expect you, I expect my wife to do all this, do all of that. But when you get into it, it's like in football, right? If you're on the offense and you see, or football, basketball, whatever, when you're reading what defense is being played against you as an offensive player, you got to learn to make those audibles. It's like, okay, right. I see what they're trying to throw at me. I see what's going on. I see this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Let's start mm-hmm. changing it. Doing what works best for our offense. Um, and moving forward from there. I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like most relationships go wrong because they leave those expectations up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think I, I I, I'm very wish. Uh, I'm very wishing. I'm with you on that, bro. You got to do this because I'm doing this. Or you take care of that. Well, I do like it's a system because we mm-hmm. found out, like you said, we we read the defense. We found out what 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 we need to do. What play we need to call with this one and figured out this is what works. So if this is what mm-hmm. works, there's no need in changing it. Um, I think that whole expectation thing is expected. I think that that is something that you just naturally, everybody, I believe, expects right. certain things when they go into a marriage. And, and more specifically what we're talking about, they expect certain roles to be played. That's, mm-hmm. that's fair. I think though, pridefully, I think men pridefully struggle with the audibles that may be called. So if it seems as though men are doing more women roles, Mm, then that's the problem. And I only say that because if you have this conversation with a group full of men, there may be a chance that you're going to be looked at like, whoa, bro, wow. Why do you do that? That's that's for her. Exactly. Right? That's her right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so I think again, that whole societal stereotype is mm-hmm. it plays a huge factor with me. Mm-hmm. That's that's just yeah. my thought, bro. 
Yeah, and I, I completely agree. Like you said, when I think it only, and it's, it's interesting you say that, I think it only affects other men when they get around other men to see what other men are doing. <laughs> right, <laughs> That's right, the right. only time where they feel like heard about it. Like, oh, you doing that? Nah, bro, I never do that. That's a right, job. Yeah, then right. the man be like, nah, bro, I, I ain't really doing that. I'm, I'm just playing. She, she's doing that. Like, nah, but like, if that's what works for your marriage, like, who cares? Let it work. Let it work. Right. And it's, for, for me, I feel like, you know, when we look at the Bible to see what are the roles of a husband and a wife or a family, right? I look at Colossians. Right. Paul, was, Paul had, had her wrote a letter. Third Colossians 18 chapter through the 21st verse. It says, wives, submit yourselves unto your husband as it is fit to the Lord, right? Husbands. Love your wives and be not bitter against them. And then he talks about children. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. So right there, it tells you, wives, you are to submit to your husbands, right? Now, we aren't going to dive deep into that, because I know that's a whole... Hey, 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 you, you just <laughs> touched the nerve by saying that, brother. Right, listen, listen I'm just reading the word. I'm just... If, if you if you disagree with me, you disagree with the words, take that up with, with the Bible, right? That not come from me. <laughs> that not come from us. But, you know, speaking for husbands specifically, it says, love your wives. That's the first thing it says. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. I feel like with love, the Bible, that's all it talks about is loving each other. When we love each other the correct way, it's things that you're going to want to do for them, right? Just like we talked about last episode. It's going to be effortless things, things you're going to do without thought because you love them, because you care for them, right? And I think as long as we do that, no matter what we do in the marriage, no matter what role we play, no matter what feminine task we think we're doing, it doesn't matter because you love that person. You want to see them happy. In return, you get happiness because they are happy. That's exactly what it is, bro. I believe when Paul wrote that, you know, specifically this, this, this third chapter, that word love, when you say love your wives, there are many ways to love our wives. And in, in, in the specific, uh, in specific of what we're talking about, if loving our wives is fulfilling this certain role in the home, that's what you do. You know, whether it feels feminine or not, like, so what? At the end of the day, you're loving your wife, man. And she's going to in turn love you. You know what I mean? Oh boy. Like, that kind of like, <laughs> That kind of like makes me think of that transition from the honeymoon phase mm, to mm-hmm. like real life, right? right? So in the honeymoon phase, you know, most, if not everything is, is excused. Like, oh, that's fine, right. babe. Oh, that's right. fine, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, knowing good and well, like, let, let, let's get real. Right, right. She's tired of you farting in the car all the time. She's tired Listen. of you. You know what I'm saying? Leaving the TV on. Snoring and all that. Yeah, snoring yeah. all that. She, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> real life hits. And it's like, no, because I don't want to deal with this for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. less things are, are, uh, are being excused. More things are being a nuisance. Or like mm-hmm. that honeymoon phase. You want to spend all of your time, all of mm-hmm. your energy, every waking minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. All that crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but when real life hits, then you all determine hmm, a little me time is essential. Oh yeah, we 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 need that from time to time. Mm-hmm. And time away is sometimes healthier than always being up underneath each other. 
That's real life. Mm -hmm. Learn that as time goes on. And then the honeymoon phase is very short-lived. I mean, right. very short-lived. You have right. that in-the-moment experience for, you know, however long it is for you in your marriage. But it is, it is nowhere near the ongoing process of the real life of your marriage. And so I, I believe that if we understand or, or maybe see the shift or the transition to real life, then we don't have to worry as much about are we loving our wives like we need to be or are they loving us? Because we can't still be stuck in the honeymoon phase. Well, in the honeymoon phase, you let me do X, Y, and Z. I right. have to sit right. around and do all this cleaning. You know what I mean? But now we're we're in real life. We, we, we're trying to see mm -hmm. how do we want our life to go? Like this mm -hmm. life is forever. So how do we want our life to go? And that I believe is when a lot of conversations should start with husbands yeah. and wives and say, you know, these are the things that I like, I don't like, um, I need from you. These are the mm -hmm. things that, you know, I expect or expected that I no longer expect or I still expect. Mm -hmm. I think men and women both come into marriage with certain standards and that's how it should right. be. However, like you said, those standards sometimes have to be edited. Those standards mm -hmm. have to be edited and understand some standards are from a honeymoon mindset. Some mm -hmm. standards come as you learn along the days and along the years of being married. So I think mm -hmm. about this. The Bible says in uh, Genesis 2, um, verse 18, then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper for him. Okay, right. so when I think when I read about and I read that that scripture and I think a helper, that's not someone who just gives me everything I need or just uh, uh, right. well, no, it is. But that's not just someone who their job is to just help me, just pour into me, pour into me. It mm -hmm. is a compliment one of to the right. other. So like if helping me, you have to do something that you feel like is more of a manly role, but then me helping you is something I have right. to do that may seem more of a feminine role. Who cares? Who right. cares? The purpose right. of us being together, according to how God made it, the purpose of us being together is that none of us were made fully whole. Some, Most of us have yep. holes, like I, I make it like puzzle pieces, that need to be filled. Our right. wives come along and they should help us to be better it's right. helping us so you know just just kind of understanding like but you don't you don't you don't think like that i kind of cut off no. my last sentence you don't think like that when you're stuck in the honeymoon phase right. that comes right. as you kind of go along day by day you feel what i'm mm -hmm. saying <clears throat> and then and i i agree with you to me i, I think of it like this right if you want to think of it in today's time the honeymoon phase, essentially, I feel like you, you experienced it, I think, three times. When you first get together, when you first propose, and then when you first say, I do, right? During those times, um, there's a brief period where everything's new. It's brand new. Like you said, you right, let things right. pass. Right. Um, if, like I said, if you want to put the millennial aspect in it, once the likes die down on social media, once the comments hmm. go away, once you're not you getting more plays, you don't open <laughs> all the gifts, you home, then it's like, all right, you sitting there looking at her, she looking at you, you're like, all right, what's next? You know, right. That's right. when you that's that's when the real work kicks in. 
Um, just like you said, with if it means that you now have to go to work as a woman to help pay these bills, to help the finance and the household, if that means I have to stay home more to help raising our child, it's not that we're going to look less or more of each other. It's you're helping me, I'm helping you so that we can progress to whatever goal that we're trying to accomplish. And I think that's when that like I said, when that real work kicks in is when the honeymoon phase in because the honeymoon mm-hmm. phase even back then it was when you're on your honeymoon you don't have any cares um you don't have to worry about the bills at home you're just right, there having right, a good time. right although we can still have uh spurts or uh like little you know times that we can get back to that honeymoon phase we just can't stay in it because it's not realistic right, right. we have to learn to live realistic in this day and age where it's not like back in the 70s it's not like you know i opened it up with the nba it's not like where you got position one two three four and five everybody knew their parts people was going to play the five and the four was going to stay in the paint one two and three was going to stay on the wings one moving right. around facilitating no now you see i look at the uh the pelicans when zion was playing they would have zion bringing the ball down as far as running the offense he was right, naturally right. a four switch four or five but that allowed different things to be done so you look at it in a marriage when you have everyone playing a different part or everybody knowing how to play everyone's role so you got the the husband knowing how to be a good parent not just the mother know how to be a parent you have the wife knowing how to bring in income into the home not just the husband know how to bring in income how to be smart with money. Now you're able to open up more things in your marriage. Now you're able to do more. Now you're able to get more things in action. So um, I, I think I think all of that is important, man. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's just as millennials going into marriage, this, all of these things weren't told to us. We just had to figure it, it out. Told to us. And there's no book that teaches us this. There's no book. That's why I like conversations <laughs> like these, are so important because it's like, these are things that we learn. And and so what I think about is, the, you, you said earlier that, you know, um, the role of women according to the Bible um, is mm-hmm. to, submit to, their, to submit to their husbands. I believe that a woman should only submit to a man who is leading them in the way that so, Christ is pleased with. You feel what I'm saying? And so it. if we are supposed that's to be leading, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that, that hmm, how can I say it? Gender roles are mm-hmm. not do not indicate leadership because right. you can have a man who's doing all the the manly roles, bringing mm-hmm. in the bacon, mm-hmm. you know, working, cutting grass, mm-hmm. taking out trash, all that mm-hmm. type of stuff, but he's not leading his household. Right. I think when you move from from, I guess not leading to leading, but when you move into that leadership spot. It's when you can make the decisions of what needs to be done, who needs to do it, doesn't matter of of what the gender is, just simply, Mm -hmm. these are the tasks that we have to keep a successful marriage. This is how we need to get it done. And like you said, it may work for a certain time period. (laughs) Right. And then we got to go back to the drawing board and figure it out again. I mean, I I believe that a woman would not mind that word submission if she truly feels and sees 
that mm-hmm. her husband is leading her in a way that is mm-hmm. pleasing to God. It is taking care of the household, the responsibilities of the home, and is loving her. I mm-hmm. think all of that is, and again, I don't know it all, but I think all of that is embedded in what a man should be doing as far as the leadership goes. Right. Like, I am for every man leading their home. I am for every man in leadership. However, mm-hmm. I am not for every man have, having a dictatorship or being right. the only authoritative person in the home. Because again, right. I go back to that to, to that scripture. God made a helpmate for mm-hmm. the man. And mm-hmm. in some cases, a wife is better at certain things than a man is. And so they may lead in that area. Mm -hmm. And I believe it doesn't take away from the man's leadership if he steps to the side and allows his wife to lead in the area that she's better in. Because why? Because he's thinking forward. If I allow her to lead in this area, then it essentially helps the team. You know what right. I'm it makes him like, a better yeah. leader. It a makes better me leader a better that. leader. <laughs> LeBron does not have to have the ball in his hand every time. That's the exactly. purpose of drafting of players. Building a team. So exactly. I do not have to have the ball every time. You know what right. I mean? So I, I think it makes yeah, absolutely. I think it makes him better of a leader. In uh, husbands, it makes us better as leaders to say, uh, "Wife, I don't know this. I know that you have more experience in this. Can you help me?" Right. She's not going to look at you any less. She's going to say, wow, he trusts me to, or after my opinion, he's, he's he able to humble to. himself. And matter of fact, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a powerful word, trust. Pastor Tony Evans, he had a, a, a series, and in this series, he basically said that, uh, wives, you can't follow a parked car, right? Because I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll say that again. I feel like people ain't catch it. Wives, <laughs> say it for the people cannot, in the back. Right, right. Say it for the people in the back. Wives, you cannot and you should not follow a parked car. What does that mean? If you have a man in a leadership or as a husband, father, whatever, and you're not going anywhere, how can they then follow you? Right? Mm-hmm. Y'all just staying there. You're stuck. You're in one spot. So I feel like some of that tension comes where men feel like, oh, she don't listen to me. Um, I just want her to be submissive. But then it's like, well, who are you following? Right? Mm-hmm. Where are you going for her to follow you? Even we look at Jesus, and I, I know we kind of go on tangent, but hey, this is important stuff. <laughs> right. I look, I, I, I look at Jesus. Jesus was the most perfect human or God human being on this planet, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus could do no wrong. Even Jesus had to answer to God himself to look to him for direction. So you're telling me, and mind you, this is all stuff. Uh, Tony Evans said, I'm just reiterating for y'all who don't know it, but as a man, you're telling me that you don't have the answer to nobody when Jesus himself had the answer to God and asked him for permission to do everything that he did on earth, but you as a man, you feel like your wife should follow you, but you just out here <laughs> don't got an answer to nobody. You just out here being out here. You know, I think he said you said something earlier, bro. Um, 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 don't let me forget. You said that um, we have to. Uh, oh, you said that we are honest in saying that you know mm-hmm. you we need you in this area. You you right. lead better in this area. Right. I believe right there is such a sticky point for so many men 
I mm. believe that there are so many men that are, you know, kind of, I don't want to say messing things up, but like are not making the best choice because pridefully, we don't want to admit what we can't do, especially not, not, not circling it back to how we started. Mm-hmm because certain things mess with our ego or mess with our emotions or whatever it is when we can't fulfill a role that we feel like we should so for example mm-hmm. if you know most men i hope all men want to financially take care of their home and wife mm-hmm. and nothing you know what i mean mm-hmm. however i believe that not every man can start off a marriage doing that I believe it may take time for some. I'm not saying it can't happen for anybody. I'm saying for some, I don't believe that that happens right off bat. Just from conversations I've had, observations I've made. I don't think it happens off bat. But because that is such a strong, uh, manly role, um, Mm -hmm. as it should, a strong manly role that we see as society sees, and maybe um, your father, grandfather, whoever, whatever, father figure you had in your life taught you it messes with our mind when we can't and so we would we don't we would not be as easy to say hey you better with these finances so Mm -hmm. i need you to kind of help me like get this right you know what i mean we we'll come over here and be like no i I got it we meanwhile we jacking stuff up trying to get it together instead of just saying look you 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 better than me at this and so Mm -hmm. help me because essentially, mm-hmm. again, that that that's the maturity that comes in. Help me, help us. I'm not good with right. this. And if I keep right. not being good, then all of us not gonna be good. So right. let you know, say help me. I think being transparent and 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 being vulnerable is mm-hmm. not something that a lot of black men are comfortable mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. when it comes to to other women. I think if men like just like me you're talking right now i think it's easier for us to be vulnerable i know that there is benefit in being vulnerable because every woman i believe every woman that loves that every wife that loves their man they want that man to be vulnerable so that they can have the opportunity to do to to submit or to to help or to love Mm -hmm. or whatever it is i think we take that opportunity away when we don't allow our wives to get that vulnerability from us and then pour into that. But I, um, I think our time is kind of coming up again, everybody. I know we said it last week. We don't know everything. You're not trying to act not like we all. know everything, um, <laughs> but these are things that we're learning day by day along the way. So I hope that y'all get something from it. We thank you. For everybody who listened to our podcast, thank you, um, our thank first, you, thank um, you. our first episode, everybody who commented, everybody who who gave us encouraging words, we genuinely thank you. You, you mm-hmm. all, your your words build us, and so we we definitely right. thank you for that. Well, yeah, Vars, you got anything? Listen, just to uh, echo the sentiments, we appreciate the support. Uh, we want y'all to keep supporting us. Keep telling a friend and tell a friend. Listen, if you're riding in the car and you have somebody else that you want to listen to it, just play the podcast. You know, play it on your way to work, play it on your lunch break, on your planning period, for your teachers. Just whenever you get a chance, I promise it's not long. It's not long at all. <laughs> it's a short right. podcast. Seriously. You can listen to it. 
at any time. But yeah, man, look, we appreciate y'all. We're going to keep on building our team. We're going to keep on drafting new listeners. Be on the lookout for what's to come in the future, man. Hey, appreciate it. Again, our IG is at marriage underscore playbook. Comment, like, give us feedback, subscribe on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. And anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's available. It's out there. So, hey, man, y'all, you know, support us. We appreciate y'all.